Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy. QDZ for Sheezy. It's way too easy. That's it. I don't have a punchline for y'all. Yeah. Uh, I don't uh, have a punchline for y'all yet. Well, when are we going to get the punchline, man? Oh, you're going to get it. You're you going to keep it. us waiting? Is that is that you're what it is? You're going to get it. Trust me. All right. Well, uh, maybe you know what? If you don't feel like doing it this episode, how about we wait till episode 100, which is there one episode away but first, we have to get through with this one. This is episode 99, 99 for the folks 99. in the front, back, middle, center, everything, which around. Yo, we appreciate all of you guys, man, for real. We love you guys. We love you. I mean, I you can't you can't quite you can't quite spend the night, but I I still love you though. I love you. Love. Wait, we, so many things I have to tell you. Hey, you know they don't harmonize like that no more. No, it should be be do do it. Yeah, you talking about like that? You know what I'm yeah. saying? I used to love that. I used to I'm love with that. you on that, man. I'm with you on that. You know when you when you when you were about to start singing, I actually thought you were about to sing Keisha Cole Love. That's I, what was. I thought you I was didn't about to, want to say that. And then you just switched love, it up. Love. And I was like, oh, shoot. I don't remember the lyrics to Keisha Cole's Love. Bro, just sing Love. This, it's, the song's called Love. What, how, how, how hard is it to just say Love? I forgot how Love! I forgot how What? You know, yeah, I, man. Said I, I said I had a surprise for you earlier before the episode started, right? Okay. Offline. Yeah. And so what I wanted to do, I thought about this this morning. Okay. I'm sure people watching this podcast are like, yo, who are these two random ass dudes talking about music, trying to break it down and all that, yada, yada, yada. So mm-hmm. I said as a treat today, I am going to rap one of the verses that I did in college to show you how <laughs> nice I was. I'm going to do it right oh, now on the podcast, man. but you know, you got to do your whole thing. And once you get your whole thing out, then I'll 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 I'll, I'll rap one of my verses from college. How about that? What you gonna rap, man? I'm gonna rap That's one of my freak. verses from college to show y'all I was about that life. I was nice. Yo, 2010. Yo, that's funny, man. I yo hope hopefully you give me a, a good rap and not one of your trash ones because I got I got joints that I could like. I used pull to up watch. Right you. Now. What you talking about? I used to knock, watch. You. Knock it off, man. I used to watch. You know, you, listen. Stop it. Next. Stop it. Next. You know. You and I know good and damn well. We used to go back and forth. It used to be it used to be a rivalry. Like anytime we were on the same song, I was trying to get one up on you, mm-hmm. and I got the best of you majority of the time. And that's what I, you guess know what it. I'm gonna do. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna rap the verse that I beat you on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. Let me hear it. But no, before we get into any of that stuff, thank you guys for joining. Obviously, um, this is episode 99. Like I said before, shout out to all the people who are watching this on YouTube. Uh, you know, if you've if you've been rocking with us, hopefully you're subscribed. If you are not subscribed, hit the subscribe button. You know, come rock with us. Stay a little bit. Chill. 
have a drink, have some water. And while you're doing that, hit that like button because, you know, it's right there, right by the screen. Oh, and while you're doing that, leave a comment as well. Tell us how trash we are. Tell us how great we are. We want to hear from y'all for real. Uh, and for everybody listening on a on their favorite podcast app, thank you guys for not wanting to see our face. You know, sometimes, you know, I don't look the best. You know, look, my hair's shorter now. Listen, you know, I probably don't look like you guys remember. But you know what I'm saying? You know, Jiggas got to get haircuts sometimes, man. I got to get a haircut every now and again. So I agree. if you don't want to see our face, you only want to hear our, our, our amazing voices, we appreciate y'all too. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podchaser, the whole nine yards. We appreciate everybody. And that's my elevator speech. We are the ill-advised wise guys. Now let's get into some raps. How about that? Oh, let's get into some raps. All right, here we go. All right. So this is from a song that me and you made in college, 2010. Huh. Huh. Jet Life. I know you Ooh, know that joint. That's Jet my Life. joint. That's my song. I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the that's verse. my song, yeah. bro. I'm gonna give you the verse. <clears throat> You actually remember this? I remember the verse. I remember it word for word. When it comes to these verses, I say, rather than not, I'm in the hood, concentrating. You can call it writer's block. Pinned to the pad of experiences that I had, I'm on top of the game, number one at last. Uh. Humble. Young man, stay humble. Was bright lights now, used to be dark like a tunnel. Now every little, uh, oh, shoot. Now every little model want to cuddle. Cause yeah. your boy making way more cake, no funnel. But uh. I spin, spin it all around, making rings around the money till it all falls down. Ooh. Getting it easy like nursery rhymes. Asking if I was an Aries, I prefer dollar signs. Mm. Calling me greedy, you can save all that. Influential ass dude, now you stating the facts. Stay on my grind till I'm in all black. Thinking ahead with consideration of the past. It's Ooh. amazing because I'm chasing to reach the very top. I right? forgot right there in the middle. That's, a how, bit. that's how the hook goes. That's how that's how I did the hook. I right there in the middle. I forgot right there in the middle. Yeah, man. It's been a, it's been like 10 years. Come on. It's been 10 years. That was Yo, nice how does, though. How does that my was, verse go, man? Was, that was I nice. Remember. That but was nah, nice. you 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 definitely did a good job. Yeah, you you were you were ahead of your time. How about that? You was, you was talking about dry cleaning on your verse. I, I, that's all I remember. Shut the hell up. I never I never <laughs> talked about dry cleaning ever, man. <laughs> but do y'all get that? Making rings around the money till it all falls down. Bars, bro. I'm a rings around the money till it all falls down. Oh, how about this one? How about this line? <laughs> I said she calling me an Aries. I prefer dollar signs. Cool. You, you thought you did. You thought you did something with that line, didn't you? Is that what you you thought you did something with that line? Con hey, you lied. Concentrate. I'm in the hood. Concentrated. You can call it writer's block. Oh, 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 oh. bro, bro, bro. Yo, yo, oh, can I? Yo, do you God. have this? Yo, do you have the song audio ready to share? Yo, just play the joint. Give the people a little taste. I have it. Give the people a little taste, man. Come on. Oh, you can't. Hey man, we nah, can't nah, see. Nah, don't play games now. Don't play games now. <laughs> Let the people hear this "quote unquote" masterpiece that you laid down. Because to be honest with you, Loki, I want to hear it because I don't remember how my verse goes. For real, for real, I really don't. Oh, you want to hear it for real? Yes, man. Play? Give, right give a little now? snippet. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll play. Let you the people know. No, okay. I want you to play my verse. 
and play a second of your verse. <laughs> oh, let's see. Nah, joint. play that joint, man. Play that joint. You don't got this joint? Hey, here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Jumping out the pool pit. Make a quick exit. This song got me lifting and John Legend on the mic. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed you know some of that stuff. But let's jump right into this episode because yes, sir. That's actually what we do on this show. We don't rap. However, y'all want to hear us rap more and 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 give you guys some songs that are in the vault. The vault that is covered with dust, and I lost the password and the and the key to get into the the vault for my old music. Let us know, man. We'll we'll definitely give you guys a little taste for sure. Remember, 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 remember. I don't even remember. What I was about to say, but remember. Don't remember it because he doesn't even know. Oh, oh, oh! Remember your verses, man. So next time it's the verses challenge. Remember your <laughs> the verses. verses yeah. Next episode, pull out your best verse. Because my brother, verse, that was the verse that beat your verse. That verse was nice. It was nice. Pull out your next best verse. You know what? How about that? Next episode, we you pull your you pull your next best verse. I'm gonna pull mine, and okay. I'm gonna show you exactly why. I'm gonna break down bar for bar, metaphor okay. Okay. by metaphor, as to it. why let's I always let's got the it. best of you. <laughs> Just let you know. Let's do it. Let's All right. Do it. Fair enough, man. Let's get to, let's get into this first topic. Uh, of the show is is hip hop being used as a gateway by rappers new and old to go pop you know we we've seen this trend uh really happen all the time you know rappers get into the genre of hip hop and you know they start out that way they they make them the the historically uh you know, the sound of, of rap that, that I think people recognize. And then as they get more acclaimed, they get more fame. You start to notice them kind of fade off into the pop lane, the, the lane where they're working with the Miley Cyruses of the world. They're working with the Demi Lovatos of the world. But Q, let's open this topic up. Uh, how do you feel about that, man? I'm glad that you said working with the Miley Cyruses of the world the dimmer bottles of the world, because this was a topic that I came up with. Um, and I came up with it because I started to notice that the kid Leroy uh, is starting to sway towards pop music. He, uh, he had a song with Justin Bieber uh, on Justin Bieber's last album. And then his next collaboration was with Miley Cyrus. If you know the kid Leroy, the kid Leroy started out with juice world, uh, He's worked with NBA Youngboy. Uh, but now, as of late, I've been seeing him working with pop artists. I'm like, is that what he wants to do? Is pop ultimately his goal? So I just thought it was interesting to talk about. You know, 
I'm not gonna lie. It's it's majority of the artists that I can bring up are white rappers or white guys in the hip hop scene. Yeah. But I do think that this is a problem beyond race. I don't think it's because they're white, but it just happens to be that they are white that happen to to switch over. Some names that come to my mind is like I said, the Kid Leroy, yeah, MGK, yep, another one, Machine Gun Kelly, um, Post Malone, who famously yep. said, "I'm not a rapper, I'm a musician," but then started out with White Iverson, which is a full on hip hop song. G and too young, and, and too young, and too young. All of his early joints, all hip hop. G E Z, you know, just a couple months ago, he dropped a, a, I don't know what the hell you'll call it, alternative pop. I don't, a rock? I don't know what that was. I call that music, music being made while you're on drugs. That, that's what that was. <laughs> you know, but that was, it swayed away from hip hop. And yeah. what I noticed is it just kind of seems like a lot of people are catapulting their music careers to new levels by entering hip hop and then saying, once they get into hip hop, that they're becoming pop artists. Um, I call it gateway. Is hip hop a gateway uh, genre, um, I think so, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think at the end of the day, hip hop is popular. It's one mm -hmm. of the most popular genres in the world. It, it it is the most popular genre in the world. Um, it's also one of the most um, how do I say it uh, gimmicky uh, genres in the world, where hip hop always is coming up with new trends. Uh, there's a place for every single person in hip hop. Like if you want to do singing, if you want to, if mm -hmm. you want to do melodies, if you want to do boom bap, like there is a place for hip hop. Hip hop welcomes everybody. And so once you start to find yourself, um, you start to if 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 you love music, you're going to explore other types of music outside of hip hop. And I'm noticing that more and more people are falling in love with other types of music like pop music rock music alternative music as they're exploring their love for music more and more so i actually don't necessarily have a problem with it but i do notice it and it does make me kind of cheapen the price of hip-hop like to me if hip-hop was for sale it might be selling a lot, but it's not what people consider luxurious. And then also, I think my issue with hip hop, with, with, with what we're talking about, is that I don't like the fact that, assuming, I'm just assuming, Miley Cyrus had a single with The Kid Leroy. Would Miley Cyrus have hopped on a The Kid Leroy song when he was trying to start popping? Like, would Justin Bieber have added the Kid Leroy to his album if he wasn't popping? Some of these artists are just kind of waiting for the, the hip-hop artists to pop before they're even taking a chance at mm -hmm. adding them to their album, hopping on a song with them. Like, would another one, would um, Camila Cabello, would she have calls on the baby if the baby wasn't popular? Like I could or, never or see, Young Thug. You mean Young Thug? Or, or young she worked with Young Thug? I like, could yeah. never see Camilla working with the baby when he dropped um, his Twenty One single, or or like when he first was starting to come out. It's kind of like it's not fair because hip hop artists got to be 
popping to be able to work with pop artists, but it, I don't think it's the same way. I think pop artists can be bubbling and hip hop artists want to work with you. Like for instance, Wale worked with Lady Gaga when Lady Gaga was, I didn't even know who she was. Wale added her to, um, what's that song? One of his first singles. I, I forgot what the song was called, but yeah, I forgot, but I know, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? So how do you feel about that? Yeah, no, I, I mean, look, here's the thing. I think you, I think you're making a good point. Um, and my issue is not, if I, if I have an issue with this, it's not that, it's not that I have an issue with people as in rappers who want to get into other genres like pop and want to, you know, work with other artists. I have zero problem with that. Go, go work with the Molly Cyruses. Go work with, uh, people from other genres. That's great. The problem I have is actually with how in 2021 and historically hip hop is viewed. You, you know what I'm saying? Like hip hop is viewed. And then also the term rapper is viewed, right? I had a problem with, uh, with Post Malone back when he had an issue. I, I forget the publication that actually he, he did an interview with where he actually said, you know, I don't want to be considered a rapper. And I actually take that as very offensive. It's offensive to me that you as a white guy, and it's not because he's white, by the way, it's just the fact that you're getting into a genre that you believe has a ceiling. And I think that's what I'm, I, I feel like I have an issue with, which is rappers who start out saying to themselves, I do more than just rap. I actually have melody. I actually want to work with all these other people, blah, 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 blah. They feel limited by the term rapper. And I kind of understand why. You look at look at any of the mainstream media outlets, look at the TMZs, look at all of these other platforms. Anytime there's bad news to report on on a rapper, they sit they lead with rapper 50 cent. You know how long 50 cent 50 cent hasn't been popping musically in about let's just say seven to 10 years. How about that, right? Respectfully. And it's, that's probably not even accurate, but you get what I'm saying. He hasn't been popping for a while. But anytime people want to highlight something negative about a rapper, they lead with rapper. Why can't it just be 50 Cent? Why does it have to be rapper? T.I. is accused with this. They only use that title when it comes to rappers and negative press. I noticed that. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but I, I, I noticed that. I know that. exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly. I think it's a bigger issue at the way rappers are, are negative. There's a negative connotation when it comes to the term rapper, and I think that's what's making artists stray away from the term. However, you're right. People like Post Malone, people like Kid Leroy, people like G-Eazy, people like MGK. I would even throw in, I told you this before the show started, uh, 24K Golden. Right. He's a dude who if you look, if you listen to some of his earlier stuff, he's always kind of been melodic, but he he was more so along the hip hop side of things. And as you see him getting more buzz, he was on the 2020, uh, uh, 2021 uh, XXL freshman list. As you see him getting more buzz, he's starting to kind of transcend into that pop star that I think that some of these dudes deep down want to be. They want to be the freaking rock star. And it's almost like. Why can't it be that you are a hip hop artist and that you allow everybody to conform to your style of artistry versus the other way around? 
Yeah. There's a reason why I always on this show for multiple years, I came at you heavily, not personally. I didn't have an issue with you, but I'm more so like, yo, why is hip hop not considered pop? Why? It's the biggest genre. Everybody wants to be affiliated in some form of fashion with the, the, the genre of hip hop. And it's like, why is it that people, rappers included, have not yet grasped that concept? Why is that hip hop? I mean, it's bro, it's pop. Everybody includes you. You just said it. Miley Cyrus. She wants to work with somebody, bro. She's going to go to a rapper as a feature. You know why? Because that's going to get her music popping. Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber freaking working with uh, 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 Chance the Rapper, you know, on, on that one song, Holy. That's not a hip hop song per se, but he's going to a dude who does hip hop. It's like, bro, they're using hip-hop when it's convenient, but the negative connotation that comes along with the, the, the genre and the term rapper is preventing them and people from accepting it fully. That's what yeah. I've noticed. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's You, you said something that I thought uh, stood out to me and kind of stuck mm -hmm. in my head. You said, does hip-hop have a ceiling? Do, do some of these artists believe like there's a ceiling? Like, you can only be as big being a rapper like do some artists think that do do some artists think that hip-hop limits their creativity because like you said like it, it it seems like a lot of artists are getting to the top of their hip-hop potential and then jumping ship and like exploring other options i and i also feel like you know when you when you say to the world that i'm a huge fan of rap it's almost like a little embarrassing, right? Like society has made it embarrassing to be a rap fan. Society has made it embarrassing to be a hip hop fan. But when you start to say, oh, I was a fan of uh, the Beatles. I was a fan of Michael Jackson. I used to listen to, you know, old school R&B. You get more respect than to say, I listen to Soldier Boy or I listen to Lil Z Vert. It's, yeah, it's almost a negative connotation to say, okay, I like hip hop, and I'm I'm, I'm not gonna I'm lie, I'm not gonna lie, that's a whole nother combo. But you're one thousand percent right, and and maybe it has to do with some of the stuff that we've been spewing on this show, which is we like the influx of melody in hip hop because it actually it increases the 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 creativity, yeah. damn near right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think about it, melody is used in all these other genres. But if, for whatever reason, when rappers, the traditional rappers talk about rap, they 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 want to act as if melody is not a part of music. And it can't it can't possibly be incorporated into hip hop. Nah, because that's not hip hop if you do that. Nah, bro. Like, go ahead. Get you a melody on the song. Go ahead. Get sing a, a little bit. Get you a guitar. What are you doing? Get it's you, music, bro. Whatever. You know? And, exactly. And I don't know. I just, I just, I just hope for the best for hip hop and cer certain way people, people are moving is, is kind of, kind of cheapening the brand. Agreed. But I think, uh, let's move on to the next time. Yeah. Let's, I'm, I'm very curious as to know, like what people think about that though. Like mm -hmm. if you guys have a burning opinion, uh, one way or the other, yo, let us know on social media or wherever you're listening to this, leave us a comment. Yeah. All right. Yes, sir. Let's That's get a big one. That's an important one. Uh, next topic, albums versus singles. So, uh, I believe you told me uh, Ghostface Killer was uh, somebody that recommended to up and coming rappers to focus on albums 
creating a body of work that's complete over like trying to make the next hit. So in this day and age, I, I, I ask you in this day and age, which approach do you think provides longevity in hip hop? Making a very good album or making a very good single? Well, look, I'll be honest with you. I understand both sides of the equation. And while that's not exactly where I want to go with my answer, I'm just letting you know, I understand both sides. Now, I really think that question is up to each artist slash rapper to define, right? And you got to really, I feel like you got to really ask yourself, what, what am I doing this for? What's my goal as a rapper? Am I just getting in the rap because I, you know, somebody told me I was decent at rapping and I said, you know what, man, like that looks like something cool to do. I'm just going to get lit on social media and I'm going to do some antics. I'm going cre- to come up with some songs and it just stuck. People just rocked with it. But you're not actually passionate as the, as the next guy who literally lives, breathes, sleeps. He will literally, he and she will literally die about their talent. Like, if you're somebody like that, I would say, all right, then maybe you don't care about longevity. Maybe you just care about getting money right now. Well, but on the flip side, if you're somebody who is a, an artist and you're somebody who looks at this like an actual craft, you, you, you care about the intricacies of the music. You care about the evolution of your craft and how you can incorporate this element, this element to keep elevating your music. In other words, if you are about the music first, I would encourage you to look at albums and focus on creating albums because you're right. I came up with this topic because I, the, the Ghostface uh, interview that he did, um, and I don't remember who he, what, what platform he was on, but that's neither here nor there. His point was very simple, which is, yo, if you want longevity in rap, come up with great bodies of work. Because guess what? We only remember the people who created great bodies of work. I actually kind of agree with that. If you, if you look back 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, the people that we remember were the ones that actually were putting together bodies of work that lasted the test of time. It doesn't mean that everybody else wasn't talented, but Ghostface put together great bodies of work. I may not have been the, the biggest Ghostface fan, but he was a dude who, in the midst of the 90s, when Jay-Z, Nas, all these dudes was putting together bodies of work, and they were maybe getting the more commercial success, he had a brand, and he was establishing himself as a highly respected rapper, a part of the Wu-Tang Clan, who had a fan base of people that respected his 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 bodies of work his his intentionalness with putting together albums and so i mentioned jay-z i mentioned nas i mentioned uh i i can, i'll throw in um you know uh let's let's talk about the even even the game the game the rapper of the game from compton right we respect him not only because he is an amazing rapper when you really get down to it, but be, he also put together the documentary, The Doctor's Advocate. And I'm not about to get into the ranking of these albums, but we remember him beca- and we respect him because he put together great bodies of work. And so I would encourage you to think about all of the artists that we actually truly remember and respect and ask yourself, 
What kind of artist am I? Who do I really remember from back in the day? And I and, and that really will drive your, you know, your answer. But I re, I'm gonna tell you right now, for me, I respect the artists who really put together albums of uh, bodies of work. That will never not be outdated. I know that's not of the times of now in the focus, but those are the ones that truly count, man, when it when it, when it's all said and done. What do you think though? You know, I first and foremost, I'm gonna say this. I echo your 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 uh first the first thing that you said, which was I respect both sides of the coin. Yeah. Um, a hundred percent. But what people have to remember for every Tom Brady that was 43 years old winning Super Bowls and had like five or six on his resume, there mm. was a Vince Carter who was primarily known for his dunk contest of 2000 and all the amazing dunks that he was able to do. So it is possible that you can be somebody that is successful for having successful body of works, but then also somebody who has a little hit here and there because the, 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 the term that we need to focus on is okay. So there's two terms. There's you remember somebody because they dropped a lot of classic albums, but then there's a term that people forget people that drop songs that were dear to your heart. Like for instance, I think Nelly, Nelly didn't necessarily have amazing bodies of work. He didn't make Thriller. He didn't make To Pimp a Butterfly. But Nelly had some amazing hits. Hot in Here, uh, Country Grammar, EI, that has resonated with people throughout the years. So right now, when we want to do a Super Bowl commercial, more than likely, they're not going to call on Kendrick Lamar to do the Super Bowl commercial. They're going to call on Nelly. Because he had a hit that resonated with people for years to come. So I see where that came from. Um, the, a, a question that I wanted to ask was, uh, and I'll, I'll probably answer it myself, <laughs> but what do the record labels think? You know, When they see an artist that they think is good, what do the record labels encourage that artist to do? Make albums or swing for the fences when it comes to hits? Um, the reason I bring that up is because you brought it up in the 90s. I think it's been flip-flop. It's been a flip-flop. Some people focus on albums. Like, back in the day, like, let's say the 70s, 80s, Michael Jackson's Thriller was a very good album, but then it also had hits. So he, he made both. When it got to about the 90s, I noticed that people like Puff Daddy were like, I get that you are a great artist, you're a great rapper, but we need hits, baby. Like, we need hits. So I noticed that Puff Daddy was bringing out people, and it looks like he was very intentional with the people making hits. And while I see that through Mace, I see that through Black Rob, I thought Puff Daddy really showed that on the band, where the band will come to the studio, and he's like, this song's not good enough. It's not popping. It's not appealing. Like, we need a pill. We need hits. And I think he's somebody that should get credit for saying like, yo, we, I want to primarily unapologetically focus on hits. So I don't think that's, there's anything wrong with that. Uh, where it comes to today, we live in such a fast paced world. We live in such a, uh, what have you done for me lately world? I mean, if you even on a Friday, right? I'm, I'm ratings game music. I rate albums all the time on a Friday. There's like six or seven albums that come on at the same day. Like there's a hundred different singles that come out on the same day. While you may listen to Benny the Butcher's album this week, 
next week, Travis got dropped. Little baby dropped. Um, Khaled dropped. Like it's too much content for us to consume that we don't even have time to acknowledge albums anymore. So I, I, I go towards the hit route. I think making a hit in this day and age, in this climate, in this TikTok climate, in this Instagram climate is a little more valuable because at the end of the day, yes, making a body of work, a classic body of work is great, but is it as great as making something that's dear to people's heart? <coughs> so <coughs> that was such a sick thing I just said. I'm, I'm Sheesh. Coughing. Yeah, man. Uh, you sure you believed in what you so, just said? Because uh, it, it sounded like... Well, Pinocchio the- coughs. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think making something that's dear to people's hearts is is proven serious worth. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I agree with... I, I <clears throat> Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. And to be honest with you, I don't really think there's a wrong answer. It, I think the answer is like, what are, what are your intentions? What are your intentions? That's really my question for anybody. Is like as a, I'm talking about as a listener, what are your intentions when you listen to this artist? Do you do you think that they're amazing? Do, do you just like this one song from them? Where do you actually feel like they could ascend to? And we have a topic of a topic that's gonna be, you know, in a few on this episode where we'll get into some artists that you know we feel like could have been better throughout their uh their career. But I mean, look, overall. We want to know what y'all think, man. At the end of the day, do you agree with the album approach, the project approach, whatever the hell people are calling it these days, projects, EPs? Do you agree with that approach, or do you do you go with the single route? Do you want to do you want artists to focus on the singles? Which one do you care about most? Let us know in the comments. Let us know on social media. Let's move on. How about that? I think that's a good idea. Let's get it. Next topic. By the way, this one is really good. I'm I'm excited about this one. Um, why aren't female rappers regarded as goats? You know, we've seen too many occasions over the history of rap where anytime somebody is mentioning anything about top MC, top rapper, top this, top that, women are conveniently never included. Is that by design? Is there a deeper, darker secret mystery that needs to be touched on? Are women just not as good as men? Let's get into this debate, man, for real. I think this is much needed for the culture, to be honest with you. What you think about yeah. that, Q? Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know what's, what sucks? I find us on this podcast uh, defending women uh, every opportunity that we get to talk about women. In a perfect world... Like we no longer have to say women rapper in a perfect world. We no longer have to say like, oh yeah, you know, she's good for, she's, she's good for what she does. And, and no, like these are rappers. They should all be regarded as one. So the reason I wanted to talk about this topic was because uh, I was listening to the Khaled album, Khaled, Khaled. And uh, there were, I stumbled upon a, a Cardi B song. Now, Initially, my first uh, thinking was, oh, it's Cardi B. You know, I'm not really thinking that it's going to stack up with all the other songs. And this is me being wrong. This is me, just what society, I think, has done. 
where initially you just see Cardi B's name and you're just like, she's not going to stack up to what Jay-Z and Nas did on the album. She's not going to stack up uh, to to what uh, Rick Ross, Big Sean. It's like I was almost excited about what everybody else featured on the album was going to do and was just kind of like, ah, you know, Cardi B, ah, you know, Megan Thee Stallion. When in actuality, Cardi B put up one of the best rap performances on the album. Now, see, this is, I'm saying that to let you know I do it too. Uche, I know I'm sure you do it too. Like society has made it that hip hop, like we kind of like automatically put women in this underdog, this like surprise role when they should not be. Cardi B on that song, I thought did a fantastic job. What, what a lot of people probably don't realize is she was using Jay-Z's flows on that song. Like, and actually she was using it very well. And, and on that song, I just felt like her presence, her, uh, her, her rap, her raps, everything was great. And I've said before, Cardi B legitimately on some songs I've heard by her sounds like Pac. If I said that on the streets, they would laugh at me. She legit sounds like Pac. Go that's listen cr- to the song. That's crazy. I swear. Go. <laughs> Wait. Go, what's I'm what song? Saying, what, 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 what song? Um, what are you talking about? Remember the joint? Uh, 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 ah, shoot. See, I hate when you do that. You tell me the song. Because I, because I, I'm, I'm like, what? Remember, uh, party partisan part partisan. I oh, know partisan how to get a bad backing it up. I know how to get a bag, don't you? If you actually listen to how she's rapping on the song and like be objective, she's actually, she actually sounds very similar to how Pac sounds. And she does Pac really well. Go back and listen to it. I'll take I'll take a listen. On this, on this song I'm talking about on the Khaled Khaled album, she's rapping like Jay-Z and she does Jay-Z very well. How many artists? women or men, can you say did Jay-Z well? So it's like to me I, I just feel like there's this I'm mistaking you. Like I, I, yeah you're a woman rapper but in actuality like Lil' Kim for another example. Lil' Kim was bodying dudes in her prime. Lil' Kim on All About the Benjamins arguably had the first or second best verse on All About the Benjamins. She bodied everybody on that. But never have I ever heard Lil' Kim is a top five rapper. Lil' Kim's a top 10 rapper. Lil' Kim's a tw- top 20 rapper. Or even Missy Elliott. Yeah. To me, Missy Elliott is one of the top five most influential rappers of all time. Missy, I'm going to say it again. Missy Elliott is one of the top five influential rappers of all time. Never have I heard anybody put Missy Elliott on a pedestal, giving Missy Elliott her flowers, put her on any top 10, top 50, top 100 list. We are probably naming people. We are naming people like we can get on this. We are naming people like Andre 3000, who probably has not made enough songs to even qualify for any top list. He definitely has not. Putting him, I'm, I'm, that, that's my opinion. We are putting <laughs> yeah. him ahead of people like that. Putting Missy ahead of people like that, who have a solid body of work, who has proven that she's a fantastic musician, not just rapper, musician. So it, it was something that I just wanted to rant about a little bit. 
get your take on. But um, that's kind of where I'm coming from. You know what? Here's the thing. I'll make this quick because um, I don't want to be too long-winded. Uh, I, I I told you this before. I'm going to keep saying this like until I'm heard. If Rhapsody was a dude, if she was a man, y'all would consider Rhapsody a top five rapper, period. In, in statement. 100%. In statement. 100%. Because there is zero reason, talent-wise, why she is excluded, which makes me... Which confirms everything that we're talking about now, which is the inequality of... Um, you know, the inequality within even music. I don't want to be specific to hip-hop, but since we're talking about hip-hop, and this is a hip-hop show mainly, yeah, I'll say there's inequality within hip-hop. It's almost like women and men cannot accept the fact that women, some women, are actually very good to the point where they need to be acknowledged. Another one, Nicki Minaj. If Nicki Minaj was a guy, based on what she can do on the microphone, bars, flow presence, everything. She would be considered a top five rapper. But because she's a woman, just like all of the others that we've named, they are conveniently excluded from the list. And there's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with that. Because I noticed that it's not even just men doing this. It's also women. Women are conditioned, just like men are conditioned, just like us. We've been conditioned this whole time to to not accept and, and acknowledge the, the, the excellence within hip-hop from women, right? We've been kind of conditioned in a way. And um, you're 100% right about Missy Elliott, man. It's, it's crazy. I've heard people make the same arguments about Lauryn Hill, even though she only dropped one real project. Even though that project went diamond, that is a phenomenal album, the miseducation of Lauren uh, of Lauren Hill. But she would, Lauren in, in my opinion, greatest, greatest one of the greatest hip hop musicians of all time. Bro, is Lauren Hill. I understand greatest. people who feel who make the argument kind of like what we're just making about Andre three thousand, maybe not qualifying. She she's below the she's below Andre in my opinion in terms of the the amount of music she's put out. She wouldn't. She doesn't qualify to me. But she I, but. Qualify. But but mm-hmm. but in terms of talent, in terms of what they bring to the table, which is really the only thing I'm addressing, there's too many examples that we can name. Like you you talked about uh, Lil' Kim. I would throw in Nicki Minaj. I would throw in Rhapsody. I would throw in mad people. If we want to go back even further, th- like, I mean, this is before my time, but shit, I've heard people big up Queen Latifah, MC Light. Mm-hmm. I know they're, these are not on the same level as Jay-Z and Nas respect, respectfully, right? But I think the biggest point is that over time, we have excluded way too many women. And I want to be very clear. Most times, it's not about talent. Most times, it's not. It's never about I mean, what they did on the microphone. Because if we're talking about that, the, the argument would actually not make sense for people who don't believe that a Nicki Minaj or Lil' Kim or a, a Missy Elliott would be on those lists. A, a Rhapsody would be on those lists. They deserve it in terms of what they did on the microphone. I mean, I'll go, I'll go, I'll even go a step further. I mean, I'll go a step further. Like City Girls, like mm-hmm. what City Girls has been able to do has been just as impressive as what Moneybag Yo was, was has been able to do in these last two years. What the baby has been able to do in these last two years. 
City girls have hits. City girls get played in the club. City girls have moved hip hop forward. You know, I always, I always like to use that term. Who is moving hip hop forward? City girls has tremendously moved hip hop forward. And I just, I just feel like they never really get the respect. I just, I just feel like we're quick to respect the baby. We're quick to respect uh, money bag. Yo, we're quick to respect all these people. But when it comes to city girls, it's just like, ah, you know, whatever. You know, they're just doing whatever. They're, they've made hits. And and I want to bring this up. It's, yeah, this is, this is, not let's, let's, let's wrap it up. Let's, let's wrap this it is, up. I'm going to wrap it up. This is, this is not just a hip hop problem. This is a world problem because we continue to do that in sports. We continue to do that in um, accomplishments in terms of, um, actors and actresses we do Shit. it we do it in Corp- tons of corporate industries. corporate america corporate Shit. america but to right? me you can make excuses for sports you can make excuses like if michael jordan went up against candace parker like you know most people are going to pick michael jordan just because oh strength wise or whatever Correct. it's excuses that you can argue and be legit argument Yes. There is no argument for it. There's no excuse. There's no argument for this women and men rap, rappers and singers. There's nothing. They rap just as well. And in a in a cipher, I got Rhapsody over majority of the rappers in a cipher. Yo, listen, she can do one, everything a male rapper can do just as I well. I didn't even bring up one name, which to me, she's... Pro- I don't want to say she's the most egregious because it's not. There is no reason to me why Young M.A., is not regarded Young as Young one of the May best rappers. Young and May she will wash any majority of the rappers in the 90, game. 95% of the dudes rapping right now, she will wash them on a song, in a freestyle. Yes. Have you seen her do a free... Like, she got the swag and everything. She's, like, what are you talking about? She is great. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. She's great. Yeah. She's great. She's so, great. But yeah, we want to know what you guys think, man. For real. This is... This is I think this is really important because... Uh, I am seeing the tides kind of turn very slowly. We've seen it. We've seen the more influx of women in in hip hop. But I think you don't have to gravitate to women in particular. I'm not. This is not a. This is not me saying, "Yo, make sure you go listen to rappers who are women just because they're women." No, this is me saying, or this is really us saying. When it comes down to it, at the end of the day. There is no reason why when we mention the top rappers, the top this, why women are never included. There's a problem with that. There's a problem with that. And I think everybody needs to actually look at themselves and and, and really ask themselves, wait, but why am I not mentioning women? Hmm. Why why is that? Why isn't Lil' Kim regarded? Like, why isn't Lil' Kim regarded as a top rapper of all time? Like, her resume is just as impressive as a bunch of people that were rapping back in the day. So that was just something I thought Thanks. about. Thanks. Next topic. So, you know, I was thinking for some reason this morning, I was thinking about Lil Zane. I was like, remember Lil Zane? Ooh, do you remember Lil Zane? My dude calling me, calling me, calling me, calling me. That was amazing. I love Lil that. Lil Zane sound like pop. Bro. I let it like what was Liberty. A man oh, bigger, yeah. way bigger than the mother catch you let us see. So, you know, I was I was thinking to myself, I was like, why didn't Lil Zane blow up? Like, Lil Zane had the tools. Like Lil Zane 
He was young. He wore his cap backwards. He sounded like Pac. He he knew how to mesh the like hardcore hip hop with R&B. So it had me thinking, who are some of the artists that you put stock in and you didn't get your money back? <laughs> I can start off. I I got I got 13 people that I I, I got a, I got a lot too, man. Let's go back and forth though. You you give me one and I'm going to give you one. I think Give me give me give me a name. Give me a name. Okay. Murphy Lee. I actually thought when I was younger, Murphy Lee was better than Nelly. I was like, yeah, you know, Nelly can make a hit, but Murphy Lee can rap, rap. Murphy Lee had a few singles here and there, but he never really took off. And I'm still confused to this to this day why. Murphy yeah. Lee. You know, what's funny about Murphy Lee is he was actually, was he not on the Bad Boys 2 song? He was. Remember that, Remember that joint? There's a shake it it tail. And he killed it. Yeah, you talking about Punk Daddy, Nelly, Love that joint. Murphy Lee. And yeah. what happened? Why did Murphy Lee ever grow, like, blow up? You know what, man? I don't know about him. I, you're right, though. He he had a lot of potential. A lot of potential. He never quite blew. Never. And and it's mm. it's weird. It's, it will remain a mystery. Uh, I got a name for you, man. Um, This one's probably very obvious to a lot of people. Uh, Fetty Wap, man. Fetty Wap, to me, is a dude who obviously came out the gate smoking hot with back-to-back-to-back hits. I'm talking about, like, Billboard top 10 hits. As a matter of fact, I think every one of his, like, first couple hits hit number one on the Billboards. Like, it was some ridiculous run that he was on. Um, And it's like, we can debate as to whether or not Fetty Wap had the right strategy when it came to releasing music. Cause I, come on, man, like you got that many hits. He, he probably should have waited. It's like, yo, I know I got one in the tuck. I'm going to release this one six months later. He literally released them all within like this eight month stretch. It was the craziest shit ever. But at the pace that he was on, it's unbelievable to me how he can make trap queen. He can make all of these hits and he did not have the longevity that those hits you would think would warrant him. And so Fetty Wap has been struggling yeah. ever since the release of all of those top 10 hits. And it's like, bro, he could never quite get back to what people thought he was going to get to, man. It, it sucks, but that's the reality. I yeah. I mean, he got, he was one of the first people to get a Drake cosign. And like when Drake cosigned him, I was like, oh, this is legit. Yeah, we can argue Mont- Monty is another person that should have blown up, but um, my this one hurts my soul because I had three copies of this person's album. I thought this person was the truth, and it's kind of weird because he's very popular right now, but not for music, and that is Joe Budden. I thought Joe Budden was next, next. Pump It Up was a certified, legitimate. No debate. Hit. Pump It Up was on You Got Served soundtrack. Joe Budden, after Pump It Up, people were watching What You About To Do Next. And he never had that next single. He never had that next single that skyrocketed him to the next level. But I was somebody who got Joe Budden's album. I was fully aware of his skill as a rapper. But remind guys, you guys probably know Joe Budden from the podcast. You probably don't really know his history like that, or remember when he was popping. 
This was about 2003. Joe Budden was so good. Jay-Z was sending warning shots at him. Remember? They had a little weird-ass beef. Jay-Z mm-hmm. saw him as a legitimate threat to he the did. point where he was throwing shots at him. You know? Like, Joe Budden was nice on the mic. And I, I, I other, actually, if as I think about it, I think he's only released one studio album. And that was his first album, which I believe is self-titled Joe Budden. So, it's it's he he should have been bigger, but I'm glad that people are, are getting a chance to at least accept him for his podcast fame because he's definitely a personality that we would have missed out on if he wasn't popular. Yeah, it sucks that Joe Budden never really got his respect from from the uh, casual fans in of rap. But I think anybody who's really in the know as far as like hip-hop and who can rap and who really can't rap they respect joe button's pen like come on you can't how how could you not like what do you go listen to any of his albums and yeah you're right man none of them were really none of them really took off none of them really took off like that and it sucks man because you know that goes to uh kind of the the topic we had earlier which is like which one's more important you know albums or singles and sometimes, even back then, when Joe Budden was was like on the come up, twenty, you know, two thousand two, two thousand three, two thousand four, you know, th- the mentality of creating albums was still there, right? This is pre streaming, obviously, but at the end of the day, dudes was always trying to make a hit. You need a hit to sell the album, and I think Joe Budden did just that, man. It sucks that people never respected Joe Budden truly for how, for his ability to rap because he was he was a beast. Mm-hmm. He's a he was a beast. Mm-hmm. He was a beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, he's he's one of the pioneers of emo rap. And I say that like was, confidently. Was, if we was, being one hundred percent real, he, he was, is one he of the he's one of the pioneers. His, he might he might be the he might be the pioneer. He would spill his emotions out on tracks. That's that is facts. Yeah, I got a name for you. Well, he just sounded oh. grungy. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 you don't care. I got a name for you. Uh, Dej Loaf, you know, mm. Dej Loaf to me is one of those artists that came out of nowhere in the beginning, took the entire, I would say, rap scene by storm with her song Try Me, which sounded so just unpolished. It sounded like a song that was made in a, in a, in a freaking garage. You know what I'm saying? Like, the it didn't sound well mixed. It didn't. It just was rough around the edges. But I thought that. The song was so organic. It was so raw. It was so just seemed genuine that I think that's one of the main reasons why it took off. Um, but what I've noticed over the over the you know the course of time since since she came out initially was that she was very influential, and I would say damn near ahead of her time with with what she was doing musically, even on Try Me. And on some of the joints that she put out after, because we've seen artists who've kind of taken elements of what she did, <clears throat> a boogie, uh, and really just kind of run off with the style, but kind of take it to another level. And I think a point that you always make, which is who do we respect more? Do we respect the person who created the style or do we respect the person who really took the style and took it to the next level? I don't think that it can be argued really that a boogie and some of the other people who've kind of who kind of took her tone took her delivery took 
the singing, rapping that she was doing and took it to the next level. I really don't even think that can be argued. They really did take what she did to the next level. However, if we're talking about what she did initially and where it looked like she was headed, I don't. I really believe that she could have been something way bigger than what she actually turned out to be. And it, it sucks because I promise you, like people even still to this day are sounding like freaking Dej Low. Like, look at Koi Ray. Look mm-hmm. at look at all of the, this mad art dudes and like girls who sounding like Dej Low to me. And so yeah, she's she's up yeah. There I, I'm I'm afraid for 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 Dej Low's uh, career because Koi Ray sounds almost identical to her, but like Koi Ray has this level of appeal that's a little more than. Dead low. So that would be a perfect example of taking what Dead Love does well and taking it to the next level is what Coyle Roy is doing. So yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna Let's give, give you one, one more. more. Let's give one more. I was yeah. gonna say, I'm gonna give you one more. Bubba Sparks. Remember Bubba <laughs> Sparks? Yeah. yeah. Most of y'all probably don't even know who Bubba Sparks is. But to me, when Bubba Sparks first came out, I saw him as the next great white hope. So set the scene is 2001 and Eminem just came off his biggest album, um, which is a uh, Marshall Mathers LP. And there's just this, this, this hunger for white rappers. It's, it's, it's no longer lame. Cause remember before Eminem came out, white rappers were considered lame, like vanilla ices. And, and, and it was just cheesy to people. Eminem really destroyed that connotation. And a lot of people have Eminem on their, uh, top five list, which is interesting. They have Eminem on the top five list, but they don't have Lil' Kim on the top five list. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so at that time, people were looking for the next great white hope. Bubba Sparks came in around 2001, and Bubba Sparks was somebody who had that Southern flair, but he was yeah. still that white rapper. So you got that, you got some, you got to quench some of that white rapper thirst. So Bubba Sparks had some success. Remember, he had Ugly, he had Lovely, uh, it's getting Luke. ugly in here. Miss New Booty, remember that? Which oh, is yeah, still yeah. come on now. To this day, Miss New Booty. Oh, yeah. I thought Bubba Sparks can be like that alternative, not necessarily that he can be Eminem, but like the alternative to like Eminem. Like, yeah. this is another white rapper you can turn to, and he just never really took it to that next level. Um, so that's that's somebody. I mean, and nowadays we have a influx of white rappers, which it actually makes me happy because I thought it was kind of whack when people would be like, "You're a white rapper, you you must suck, you must be corny." I thought that whole you know way of thinking was whack. If you're a rapper, you're a rapper. Yeah, so it's, it's no, have, it's, we have it's so no, many. It's no different so than what many, people are doing with women, you know right? I mean? It's like people, exactly. people think that women exactly. are not freaking. As exactly. talented just because they're women, like nah, yeah, bro. It, some of them stupid. be spitting and they're it's actually stupid. better than most dudes. But yeah, you know, it's stupid. So neither stupid. here nor there. Bubba Sparks. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm gonna name one more, but without an explanation. Jadena. He's my honorable mention. He's a dude that started out very hot in in music with classic man, and then he had songs like Little Bit More. It's like, come on, man. We're we're oh, we're finding. There, you know how BET does this little special that says finding. You ever seen that joint where it's oh, like finding yeah, like insert yeah. artists? Like they did one yeah. on Jay Quan, finding Jay Quan, and they did this whole special. It's like, where's Jay Quan at? Had yeah. him explaining his into- what happened after Tipsy. They gonna do one on Jadena if he don't improve. I'm telling you, Jadena's in Nigeria. You ain't heard? He's in Nigeria right now. He moved. 
Hey, he he couldn't pay his him. rent in Atlanta. Like I'm not, I'm not joking. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I think he came out of his mouth. He said he 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 didn't he couldn't afford Atlanta no more, so he moved to Nigeria. Interesting. All right. Well, hey man, shout out to Jadena, man. Listen, man, we would love to have you on the show to figure out what happened to you. Just saying. Yes, sir. I know. Uh, I think that wraps it up. We want to know what you guys think about our topics. Uh, we're gonna take a break, and uh, when we come back, we're gonna get into some indie reviews. We are back with our indie review segment here to give you guys some reviews from some people you probably never heard before. And if you have blessings, blessings, let's jump right into this, man, because I really don't want to waste no more time after those bloopers. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? No, before we get into that, I just want to say this before, man, we've had a lot of people waiting and I know it probably sounds annoying, uh, but we're going to get to you guys, man. Like, that's the only thing I could say. We okay. I, Some some people who've been hitting us up are like, yo, man, you guys waited a while. Damn, man, y'all just getting to me. Yeah, man, it takes it takes some time sometimes, man. Greatness takes a while. How about it that? Does, it does take some time. It does take some time. Uh, hey, hey, Devin Booker just made it to the playoffs for the first time in his career. See that? Five Greatness. Years. Greatness. He needed Chris Paul to do it, but damn it, hey, man, sometimes it happens. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, aren't you supposed to drop the intro? It's supposed to go boom. Do we still do that? Boom. Indie reviews. Nah, I don't, I don't, I ain't trying to give it to him. Not this episode, man. We we're gonna we gonna we gonna hold off on that. Maybe next time. Maybe right. next time. All right. But what that means is you lost you lost rights to the, to the intro. Yeah, we don't we don't own the intellectual property, guys. <laughs> Our first song that we're going to get into is by a brother who we should be familiar at this point. His name is Kevon Dre. He dropped a new song. Kevon! By the way, he has some critique for you in the way you pronounce his name. I just wanted to relay that over to you, Q, which I think you already know. You've been fucking up his name, man. Why are you pointing to me like that? You've been fucking up his name. So I got to give you the energy he was giving to us as a platform. He said, pronounce his name correctly. It's Kevon. Drake. Kevon. Okay. All right. Kevon. All right. All right. All you know right. what? So, you know. You know what? I always feel like. I always feel up? like the person that relayed the message should be the one that gets their ass kicked the most. Like, you, it, it's disrespectful <laughs> when the person that actually relayed the disrespectful message. Yo, tells man. You. Just. Yo, don't be mad at the messenger. Just be mad at the message. Yeah, if you I'm have it, if you got a problem, talk to Kevon, man. That's it. Yeah, talk to I him. I got a problem with you. I'm pulling up on you. <laughs> you ain't pull up. You ain't pull up on Kevon like that. <laughs> I'm pulling up on you, Jigga. <laughs> All right, man. Let's jump right into this, man. Uh, if I can pull up this damn Spotify, man. What's the name of this joint? Ghost. Boom. Up top. Let's get it. Ghost by Kevon Dre. As per usual, let me know if you can hear this, man. Kevon. Okay, Kevon. You hear it? Yeah, I, I, I can't hear it yet. How about now? Thumbs up. Ooh, the build up. Look at this. So dramatic and just, oh. My heart chords. My heart oh, chords. the snare. Okay, okay. Can I hear? Hey, hey, turn my headphones up. That's that's where this should have went in. Room with force text, you're probably busy. I do know that we really move like crazy fast. You're on my mind, and that is facts. Screen lit up, I noticed that. Had a text, mm. it's from my ex. Crazy bitch just wants me back. I've had enough, I blocked the fast. Yeah, yeah well, I'm good. 
Who's that? Ghost. All right, bro. Let's let's get it cracking, man. Let's jump right into this, man. I'm not. I'm not. I, I, should, let me go first, please. Okay. I beg. First, I beg. So, check this out. Here's the deal. Uh, I think I, I've come to the conclusion that Kevin is extremely passionate about music. And then also the point I made last time we reviewed one of his songs was that he has a lot of West Coast influence in him, right? He continues to sound like g Easy to me. And while that's no disrespect, I just realized the lane. And I think this song solidified it to me because it's like, even when g Easy does his more, I'll, I'll call it billboard type songs where he's trying to go pop, right? He's he's making songs with Billie Eilish and all those people. He will he'll get on a beat like this. I think that from a production standpoint, Kevon, I like it. However, maybe it's just your accent, bro. I'm just I I I think I'm I think I'm there with you. I, I I'm there, and I gotta call it what it is. I think the issue I'm having with your music is probably your accent. And um, I don't even think that's an issue, man. Because, you know, listen, man, sometimes I hear UK dudes rapping. I'm like, I just can't get with the, I can't get with the style. Yeah, y'all got bars. Yeah, y'all can flow. But it's like, bro, eh. I may be a little closed-minded when it comes to different cultures and rap in that respect. So this is no disrespect on you. I am actually not trashing you. I actually think you, you, you're a pretty good rapper in terms of your, 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 your style. I like the confidence. I like the braggadociousness. I like all of the elements that you bring to the table as a rapper. You even pick really good beats, by the way. I've never heard you so far pick a whack beat. They're all either average to really good, but there's something missing with these songs. And, I, and I've come to the conclusion, it's your voice, bro. And you can't do anything about your voice. Eh, sorry. It's, Overall, if I'm giving, if I'm critiquing this song overall, which by the way, I like the vibe. I want to, I want to be very clear. The vibe was really good. It was somber. It was everything that I like in music. On that alone, I'm going to give this song three out of five, a solid one, but I'm kind of being nice. I'm just be, I'm going to be 100% real with you. I'm kind of being nice. It's, it's, it's so frustrating because um, you're, you're spot on with your critique. It's so frustrating because you know, at the end of the day, life ain't fair. Life is not fair. Like there are some people that were born into situations where you got to get stereotyped against. And at the end of the day, I think the beat is an A plus. I Absolutely. think the idea of the song is an A plus. These are my type of songs, like the emotional emo rap. It's everything about the song is fantastic. Even him as a rapper, his rap mechanics are fantastic. He's he Correct. flows well. He 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 know he has the swag of a fantastic rapper. Literally, the only thing that's holding this song back, and what I think was holding the other songs back, is his accent. It just doesn't go with the beats that he's picking or the style of songs that he's making. I'm sure his accent goes with some style, but it just does not go with this. And I think partially of it is our fault because when we hear the beat, 
we're already assuming a type of sound should be heard over this beat. We need to open up our horizons and understand Correct. that other type of styles can fit on this beat. But as it stands right now in this world that is not fair, it is the only indictment on this song that does not make it a four out of five or five out of five for me is that his accent just does not fit the song. It just is what it is. Kev Vaughn, I am sorry. I'm here for hugs. I feel you. You did not do anything wrong. Keep doing your thing. But that's the only issue that I think I have a problem with. Bro, you know what? I want to echo that, but I actually want to go a step further. It's like, I, want, I think what I'm noticing, by the way, he's from the Netherlands. But FYI. And so I think what's dope to me is that, you know, here's a guy from the Netherlands who is heavily inspired by uh, the Bay Area uh, rappers. He's he said many times to us, um, whether it's DM or a comment or whatever, he's like, yo, I fuck with Mac Dre, uh, mm-hmm. E-40, Too Short, like GE's like that's clearly who he, you know, tries to embody and replicate, which is dope. But it, to me. What's fire is the fact that he's from all the way in the Netherlands, but he's heavily inspired by the Bay. That's fire. You have made me want to listen to more European style rappers. Cause I, I, I really feel like I need, there's a level of ignorance that I have. I'm admitting this by the way, that needs to change because there's tons of dudes in the UK, tons of dudes in France, tons of dudes all over the world who have different accents and an accent should not, in theory, be the reason why I say I don't want to hear this song, even though that's a real emotion. Just want to put that out there. I want to give your music more of a chance, Kevon, but yo, maybe it's just I'm just not used to your accent. And that's okay. Hopefully that's not offensive, but it, that's the reality of the situation, bro. Three out of five, though. Phenomenal beat. Keep doing it. Five. I give it three out of five. You can't change your accent. I give it three out of five. It's the world's not fair. The world's not fair. It's uh, not. Let's, let's keep it moving. Oh, you about next, to say something else? I was gonna say next song. I was gonna move on let's to get the it. next one. Bad fish routine. Bad fish is another. He ain't here. Repeat offender. Yeah. On our on our show. <laughs> repeat it. Yeah, that's what we'll call everybody who 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 keeps coming back for a review. Man, we appreciate all of y'all. He by the way. fiend. Uh, uh, ill-advised wise guy fiend. That's nah, not we, a bad thing. We rock with you, man. We rock with you, bro. You're part of the Wise Gang. You come back it's multiple never, times. You are a Wise Gang member. Let's get it. Yes, he's a repeat offender. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Let's get into it. Routine by Bad Fish right here on the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. Let's see what he got. Oh, look at that fire. Look at that cup, right? Cup can you hear this? Fire. Yeah, I can hear it. Hey. Like cup that's on fire. Tequila shot or something. Okay. Do they routinely get drunk? Let's hit it. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. After I hear how you start. Split. Oh. Put it on ice because it need to be. Feel like me now I'm feeling 
Yo, did I just hear a Joe Budden ad lib? Oh, is that what I just oh, heard? You did do it. Am oh, I tripping? Oh, oh. oh. Remember, remember Joe Budden ended clubbing with Marcus Houston with Oz. Somebody, the guard, we're gonna bro. Oh, and we can go okay. back to your the friend, crib. your friend, oh. and your friend. We can get fast, like, oh, <laughs> use a Dad. private dancer. Hell, was he talking about? Let's get back into this. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Q, let's jump right into this, man. What do you think about routine by Bad Fish? You know, I, 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 I like the idea of it. If if I were to put Bad Fish in a lane, I would put him in like Macklemore slash Eminem slash Kyle type lane where it's like very quirky uh mm-hmm. not traditional not swag based because i heard not a level of i had a not a dose of swag on there just riveting <laughs> rivetingness so it's a good song wait. it's an entertaining song <laughs> wait wait it's, a, it's <laughs> wait what what did you just say did you just say this, you you heard not an ounce of swag <laughs> <laughs> There's not a splash Yo, of swag. And it's that okay. is hilarious. That is funny. Did, did you hear swag? I, I no disrespect. No disrespect, but you're no, right. It, it, <laughs> no, but, but here's but here's the thing. Here's the thing. By the way, this is no disrespect to the people who have zero swag. I don't think Eminem has any swag, but niggas Eminem respect his got swag. Niggas exactly. respect his pen. It, it's, not, it's, not a, it's, it's not a requirement, it's but it's not sounded an funny. indictment. That's why I it sounded funny. These rappers, yeah, 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 Macklemore. Yeah, yeah. Macklemore don't got swag when he raps. I agree. I agree. Uh, Eminem, Kyle. But anyway, it goes no, back to kind of the it goes back to kind of the whole accent thing, where you know. Badfish utilizes his untraditional accent a little better than Kevon uh, utilizes it. So this is the type of beat that calls for uh, a uh, a rapper that sounds riveting. A rapper, you know what? Badfish, his rap voice kind of sounds like it. Kind of sounds like uh, the person that does movie previews. You know what I'm saying? Coming up next up <laughs> is. Uh, the Matrix Three coming soon to a theater near you. Like that's a mistake that I see. Well, not, not, let me not say a mistake. That is something that I see a lot of rappers do. Like they they have that like cinematic voice, and a lot of times it's an indictment on the song because their voice doesn't match. Similar to what I said about Kevin, it doesn't match the vibes of the song. His that- voice actually matches the vibe of the song. Slightly, but it's still not as appealing to me. This is not my kind of song, but what he does in his lane, he's pretty decent at. So I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. I didn't get to hear Kenny, so um, I'm going to give it a 0.5 as a consolation prize. I didn't get to hear Kenny. Okay. Uh, Okay. I I understand where you're coming from with that. Um, Look, We've heard this is the third song I've heard you've heard from Bad Fish. Um, and yeah, I, I'll conclude very similar things, which is it's clear to me his style is very quirky, which hey man, there's a lane for that, and I'm here for it. I rock with everybody you named, maybe not 
in the totality of their discography. But yeah, there's things that they do back Lamore. There's things that they've done where I'm like, yo, I actually like that style. Shit, I've made quirky songs before. Mm-hmm. I like quirky. Like, it's tight to me. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, absolutely. I agree with that. There's a lane for what you're doing, Bad Fish, and, you know, keep doing it if that is what you're going for. Um, and by the way, I also like the way you were rapping on this. I will say. I like how you was going in and out. You, you actually had different flows that I personally did not think you did on the two songs we heard previously. Mm-hmm. I think this was your best rapping job. Mm-hmm. I, I, I say that respectfully. And um, ultimately, ultimately, you know, what I'm noticing is that you can rap. No question. You understand how to rap. You got the mechanics down pat. You understand how to flow. My only critique that I have for you on this song and probably for some of the other joints that I've heard is that I'm just not hearing a sound that is appealing enough for me to want to hear more. Now, I know I just said I like your style of rap. And yes, that's great. Listen, I personally like... uh, some classical music. I like country songs. I like all types of stuff. But personally speaking, there's certain genres, there's certain styles that I don't necessarily want to continuously hear. And I must say, this is a personal opinion of mine. Your style is just not something that I gravitate towards on a regular. And so that's my only critique is I don't think that you make the style of music that I've heard so far where it has that replay value where I just want to keep going back. Now, if that's an indictment, if that's a knock, take that for what it is. It's kind of what you make it. If you feel insulted, if you don't, I, I'm not here to insult you. It's, a, it's, 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 it's just it's just a reality. That's how I it's, feel. His particular sound is not beloved by several different hip hop uh, listeners. Like, that's there not a sound. Like, you got to be a specific hip-hop fan to like really appreciate that sound it's like it's like back it's very particular it's like yeah. double backpack music it, like i need is, two backpacks it, on it's particular you it's know a what I'm very saying? particular and it's is you're not gonna hear it in the club you're not gonna hear that you're um, not gonna hear that not, anywhere you're not gonna want to listen it's it's you're not gonna hear it's really like a quirky it's like a novelty you have a novelty, novelty. style of rap it's like a sound that like don't be you know, annoyed that nobody really wants to listen to it because it's just not in our everyday. We don't we don't hear it on commercials. We don't hear it on on, uh, you know, clubs. We don't hear it anywhere. And I think that's what keep doing your thing, because there is people that want to listen to that. It may not yes. be us, but there is people out there. I agree. And uh, with that being said, let's let's move on again. Appreciate the submission, bro. Um, keep doing your thing. Let's move on. Next song, we got a brother by the name of D Skills Harris. He dropped off a song called The Originators. And I the know skills, he had some... Harris. D Skills. No, no, I was, I was just saying it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't say it wrong. I was just saying it again. Uh, I'm like, damn. But maybe that's not how maybe he does pronounce it the skills, not D skills. The skills. But anyway, his song called The Originators. This is from his uh album that he dropped called the next episode. I guess it came out this year. Let's get into this track, shall we? Once I find this joint, bam, bam, let's go. All right. 
the next episode. Can you hear it? Hold up. Yeah, I can hear it. Bam. Okay. Okay. Interesting beat. I like the build up. DBL got the props, shout out knowledge for the feature. Even on the cool beats, I'm spitting that ether. Oh, I'm hmm. sure I wouldn't want to battle me either. But real, that's not a good look. I eat black rappers alive. Go check my cookbook. Really use the hook. When I message it at 16, believe it or not, like rip leaves. I rip these beats quickly with ease. Most valuable. Mm. I, I like I like what I was hearing. Uh let me let, let's jump right into this. Um, I know I didn't play the whole snippet. You guys, if you guys want to go check it out, go go check out his album. What's that? No, I said I heard it. I heard the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but not you, man. I'm talking about the people listening. I know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling my truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel you. But uh, yeah, if you guys want to go check it out, go stream his new song or song called "The Originators." But anyway, these skills, uh, you definitely can rap. Um, the whole vibe of the song really reminded me of like grungy, old school hip hop in the basement, 90s type style, Griselda. You, you give me another name to throw into this bag of genre of hip hop and hey, man, we'll go for it. But um, I rock with it. I rock with it. Killer, like it was killer rapper, killer rapper style. You know what I will say? I will say this without comparing because. I know we used the word quirky on the last song and for the last artist, Bad Fish. Mm-hmm. I would actually consider what D Scales did on this song quirky as well. It's a, it's a different, it's a different like end of the spectrum of the quirky spectrum. Like I would consider what, 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 what Griselda in particular, West Side Gun, I would consider what he does quirky. It's, he sounds quirky. Like, he sounds like a mad scientist on the microphone. Like he's trying to, I don't know if what, whether he wants to laugh or kill somebody within his verses. I don't know. This guy, these skills reminded me of a dude who is out for blood on, on his, in his music. And I, and I really like it. I really like it. He had the, he had the witty metaphors. He had the, I think you heard him say, uh, check my cookbook. You know what I'm saying? He's talking about like, I, I, I cook rappers. Like that's dope to me. That's tight. Um, overall, man, it's a it's a good it's a good little uh, it's a good little song, man. I think uh, I would need to definitely hear the rest of his album, the next episode, to really like really get into what else he does artistically, what other styles he comes with. But from the little that I heard him do on this song, I rock with it. I, I would give this song about a solid. Four out of five on a good day, but that's kind of me pushing the limit. I, but really, if I'm being for real, somewhere between 3.5 and four. <laughs> Let's go with 3.75. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I think... Let's go with 3.75, man. You know, here's the thing, and this is going to be another soliloquy. So it's not a bad song. I think the beat is actually sick. I think the beat is like, it has this, like, I would call the beat quirky. Like the beats a little like it has very interesting vibes, colorful, but like hard hitting vibes attached to it. And, uh, you know, he can rap. That's the fact of the matter. But in this day and age, hip hop has been pushed forward so much so that you can't just rap in order to like appeal and be successful. 
So I think this has been what I heard sounded like a great freestyle. Like I would give if 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 BET Cipher, you know BET Cipher when they do it with the hip hop awards, mm-hmm. they put this beat on and they had like five or six rappers spitting over that beat. And D Skills was one of those rappers, and this is what came out of it. I would be like, damn, that is a excellent freestyle, cipher freestyle. But as a song, it's not, it it it, it doesn't live up to what other complete songs are. So, and, and that's kind of what sucks with the whole melody world that we live in, the whole you know, like dynamic rapping world, mixing genres and things like that. If you're just a rapper, you don't get the love that you deserve because we've now looked at songs like these as freestyles, ciphers. You can hear somebody, you can hear people rapping this on YouTube. You know what I mean? So it's not a knock. It's not a knock. And I'm not sitting here saying that this song is bad. I I give the song about 3.5, just like you did. But if we were living in a world where hip hop was still on that boom bap tip or hip hop was still, that's the type of music that was coming out. This is easily a four, 4.5, yeah. but we just don't live in that world anymore. So, and, and to this D skills, uh, to his, um, defense, yeah. I, I'm maybe he doesn't care about that. Maybe he just wants to put his record out and, and Hey, if you like it, you like it, you like good raps, you like good raps. But I think that's the only thing it, 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 it doesn't sound like a complete song, and that that might be okay. But Look, he definitely did his thing. Wordplay is yeah, there, punchlines are there, flows are there, everything. Yeah, I, I, t- to your point, and I'm I, I I'm not gonna repeat. Try not to repeat what you said, and I think you're right on. You know, at the end of the day, man, one thing I'm noticing is that there is a lane for a lot of different styles of rap, right? Mm-hmm. To to say that somebody is not making is not doing their thing or not like trying to put their best foot forward. I can't, I can't say that for that man or anybody else that's mm-hmm. rapping and doing the style of rap that comes natural to them. What I will ask though is a rhetorical question, but it's one that I think every artist needs to ask is what are you doing this for? Like, who are you trying to reach? Uh, are you, what, what are your intentions? Are you trying to become the biggest star? Are you trying to, what are you trying to do? Because if, if we're just being real, the reality of the situation is there are styles of re- music and rap that are more conducive to reaching a wider audience quicker, right? Some routes are a little bit more, um, I would say, harder to really get out there and become mainstream. Look at what Griselda's doing. Griselda is literally trying to normalize boom bap right all over again and this is a style that they were doing that i know all the ogs respect mainly we can we respect it too but let's be very clear with benny the butcher with 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 conway with with with, um west side gunner doing and i'm naming them just because they're the ones that's probably doing it at the highest level that people didn't really know about until a year or two ago what they are doing is very hard to do and so that's all I will say is, yo, what are your intentions? How how quickly do you want to grow? Who are you trying to reach as an artist? And so it's really up to every artist to, to really answer that question. But yeah, shout out to you, man. Every, you did your every, thing on this every, for sure. Every artist probably has a different answer. I, 
and that's the beauty of it. I can't answer it for them. They got to answer that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep it going, though, man. Shout out to you, though. Next song, we got a brother by the name of Millie. He dropped a song off for us to review. It is called 2024. Let's get into this. As always, Q, let me know if you can hear this. 2024. Let's by go. Then we'll, we'll have flying iPhones. Yeah, I can, I can hear that. Actually, no, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, I hear it. Riveting piano. Been on the ground for two years, and I step on the gas for the wheel. I'ma let the road take it. I don't know where I'ma go in the future, but right now I'm chasing the dreams on the day. I hit okay. the road, so I hop in the bins, get my money so long, I don't know what it takes. She don't act right, so I dropped her off. She give a thunder like she got my babies. It's another one. I, I got to say this. Remember on the last episode? Actually, damn, when mm-hmm. did, when did this happen? Um, we did an interview recently with Justy, dope artist from Staten Island. Y'all go check out that interview. It's it's pretty dope. Remember we were talking about instruments and we were talking about like, yo, what instruments are are super tight? Like to me, pianos is right behind guitars. You you throw pianos in a beat, bro. It's automatically sentimental and it it touches my spirit. I'm feeling the feeling the Holy Ghost right now. Uh, the Holy Music Ghost, by the way. Simmer down. That's all. The holy, the holy ghost. Let's Simmer get back down. into this. Okay. What's the hook? What's the hook? Play. Go, go to the hook. Is, you want to hear the hook? Let's get it. Money. I'm trying to go for like two thousand months, and it's really my life. I ain't put on a face. They need me, but they never met. They never met. Been on the run for like two thousand months, and it's really my life. I ain't put on a face. I'm doing that same. This gotta be the hook. All right. Mm, okay. Okay. So, Q, break it down. How how do you feel about twenty twenty four by Millie? Let's get it. It's hot. You know, it's funny. Uh, he's <laughs> he's rapping over a beat that I can see little baby rapping over. Like that's a little baby beat, one hundred. He kind of has a rapping, and he's using little baby flows. He kind of has a rapping style of Polo G, but then he sounds like Don Q. A little <laughs> yo, that was exactly the name I had is, in mind. Is that is Don Q? Okay, thank Don you. Q was the name I had in mind. He kind of sounds like Don Q, which I like Don Q. Uch does not like Don Q, but <laughs> you have a mysterious beef with Don Q, which I we will never know. Only what you, you, Don what Q, and, hell are you talking only about? you, Don Q, and God knows why, why there's beef there. Stop but, being dramatic, um, but go ahead, continue. <laughs> but uh, I like it. I mean, if it's what today's hip hop sounds like and what people want today's hip hop to sound like, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I, I, he he really goes for it. Like he takes command of the beat. He has the beat on a leash. My one beef would be that uh, the hook. I, I, if if you're gonna rap like that and you're gonna like hammer out like bar after bar after bar. You got to mesmerize us on that hook. And I just felt like the hook was not necessarily mesmerized. It was almost forgettable. But um, I think it's a pretty decent song. I, w- I would 
probably teeter towards four, then three. Probably let's let's go ahead and give it four. Let's go ahead and give it four. He did his thing on it. He did his thing. I would I would replay that song. Okay. Four out of five, you said? Yeah, four out of five. All right. So um here's the thing. Oh, here we go. I don't I don't have a beef with Don Q like you claim. Uh like a personal one. I don't I don't know the man. However, uh I'm not you're right. I'm not a fan of his rapping style. You're 100% right. Like it's more of his voice than anything. It's not it's not what he can flow. You can he got melody. I'm sorry. He got uh metaphors. He can rap rap, right? We've heard him. He he can rap. But he kind of sounds a little muffled. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not very clear. I and so that's really what I would say about Don Q and and, and maybe even to Millie. Millie's point. I'm assuming he's from New York, just based off the way he's rapping. He sounds like he's from New York. I'm I'm gonna take a wild guess and say, but to, to be honest with you, you never know these days. Um, he could be, he could be New Haven, Connecticut. You, you you never know, man. He could be New Rhode Jersey. Island. He could be New Jersey. I don't know, man. Delaware. Uh, nonetheless, you're 100 right with the fact that this beat sounds like a little baby beat. As a matter of fact, in in particular, it sounds like the bigger picture, little baby. Mm-hmm. It like <laughs> exactly. Damn, no, damn near, I would say, like the bigger picture. And so that means, with, with that being said, you got to come with the flows. And I think he did. He was kind of rapping like Lil Baby as well. He The, the consistent mm-hmm. delivery, he didn't let up, right? He really didn't let the beat breathe, which I think that beat calls for. So I think from an execution standpoint, you did what you needed to do on this beat. And the beat is phenomenal. So I got to give you props in and of itself. This song, to me, at minimum, is 3.5 out of 5. Just based off the beat and the rapping you did and you executed. To your point, Q, about the hook, I think that's a valid a valid gripe with the song. It could have been better. Um, and then also, beyond that, I got to go to your, your delivery in terms of like how you sound. This is not me going at you like I do Don Q, though. But I'm not a fan of your, your style, your, your voice. I'm not a fan. It doesn't sound bad, but it doesn't sound great either to me. So I'm knocking points off that. I'm going to be real with you. This song has the potential to be like (laughs) about a four, maybe even a little bit more. But overall, you did your thing in terms of rapping. You didn't do anything bad. I'm just going to be honest with you. We got to sit you down. You, Yo, listen, Don man, Q, and Mr. Farrakhan. <laughs> no, no, no. We need to call Farrakhan. This is you know who need, You know who needs to help with this beef? Tory Lanez. Bring, didn't he beef with Don Q before? Bring him in here, he man. I think they, they pieced did. it up, man. You know, I need Tory. Tory, come through, man. I think they did. I yeah, think man. They did. Yeah, we. But you need. We need to sit you down, Farrakhan. This is. This, this is not is, fair. I, don't. I hate don't to see waste. Black on don't. Black. <laughs> Don't don't you dare waste Farrakhan's precious time on this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get Farrakhan to, to mend an imaginary beef? Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Next let's, song. Let's, let's get into this, man. Next song. We got another song? Oh, yeah. We got one more. We got one more. Yeah, man. Is it M or AM? AM. 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 I believe it's AM. Uh, and how do I know that? Demon oh. and Dreamers. Oh man, if you would have called it scheming and dreaming, okay, I gotta take off 0. 0.5. So you know how I know it's AM. You can get is 4.5. Why? You know how you know how I know it's AM because on his 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 YouTube 
channel says AM like the morning. Oh, thank you for that a- clarification. AM like morning, I should say. Hey, yeah. Mr. Mr. AM, thank you for the clarification. It, it, it made life a lot easier. Uh, it made it a lot clearer for me to uh, understand what's going on with the stuff. All right, my brother. Enough of Harvard school. Let's get into the shenanigans. AM dropped a new song called Scheming, Dreaming. It's a music video. Let's check it out right now. Bow. Stay. Oh, look at that hair. All right, I'm getting to the music. I, I, I just cut my hair. Let me put you I'm assuming this is the hook. Okay, okay. So, is this me? Should I start? Yeah, yeah. You start. Yeah, let me let me start. So, first off, uh, appreciate you for submitting your music. We, you know, sincerely, thank you, and all, and to everybody that's really submitted, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Keep doing y'all thing. Uh, with that being said, AM like morning. I thought that uh, it was very tough to understand what the hook was from the verse. I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. We just skimmed through it. Really quickly, but I did hear the song before we we just played played that little snippet, and um, I know some people like that style. I'm not really a fan of when I can't distinguish the the hook from the verse. I digress. I thought the song had a lot of energy. I thought the video had a lot of energy. I really like that. Um, I thought that you 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 had a lot of lines in there that sounded pretty dope to me. I even sensed. Um, I know Kanye is not the original originator of somebody saying "get on down," but when you said "get on down," it reminded me of um, what's that Kanye song where he's like "get on down, get on down." What's that joint called? What's that joint? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know, I know. Um, anyway, anyway, neither here nor there. It's on college, y'all. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. But anyway, shout out to you though for incorporating what I feel like was a reference to that song that I cannot remember the name of, neither here nor there. I thought you did your thing, though, man, overall. I thought I like the energy. I like the swag. I like the the confidence you showed on the mic. I even like the the rapping. It was kind of like it was it's a style that I'm not really hearing too much these days. Very uh, New York centric, New York driven. Um, I know before we recorded, you mentioned the name Joey Badass. I think that's an accurate a very accurate um, name of somebody who he sounds like. So, you know, one thing I'm curious though is, is I, I would love to hear other songs from you because I, I didn't particularly like the beat. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't particularly like the beat. I, I liked how, I liked what you did over the beat and how you kind of managed it. You, you were in and out of pockets, in and out of flows. I liked that part, but I wasn't really feeling the beat overall. So with that, to me, this song really is not a song I'm going to play again, respectfully. I mean, usually to me, if the beat is not like something that is, you know, jamming, something that's really gripping, captivating, I'm usually not going to play the song again unless you came through with these amazing bars, which I didn't hear amazing. 
But overall, I think you did your thing, man. This is a three out of five. Overall, it's a three out of five. Q, what do you think? You know, um, I thought that was a little harsh, but like it's, it's, I see true elements in what you said. But I, I, th- I thought it was a little bit of an exaggeration. But, um, Wait, you thought yeah, I was I mean, harsh. I, what? Which part? What do you mean? Slightly. I mean, you were like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not gonna play it again. The beat's not whatever. You didn't blow me away. Blah 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 blah. Like, I mean, it's. I get it, but I don't think it's that serious. But that's just my opinion. So, so here's what I'm gonna say. Hey uh, man, I'm I'm living my truth. Again, but, but but keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. keep Go truth. ahead. He's a hell of a rapper. Let's let me, let's get that out the way. Everybody that submitted to us are good rappers. That's that's the great thing. They're all good. Is there a such thing as wanting it too bad? Because I think that that's what is kind of like displayed here. Like, I think sometimes, you know, AM, to use a basketball analogy, like sometimes you can want to win so bad that you start pressing, that you start to like, you know, shoot shots that you shouldn't be shooting, or you start to make passes that are just too, you're, you're doing a little too much. If my beef with this song is just, you you know you're a good rapper, but you sound too anxious on the song. Like, you said, like, you like, I'm gonna knock this out, I'm gonna knock it out. If you take your time a little more, I think it would resonate more. Um, I thought the beat was pretty decent. You know, I, I he's a rapper that I think can use a melody or two like i'm i'm not sure i haven't really heard all of his catalog but like if this song had like some melodies incorporated into it even if there's melodies incorporated to your raps like you know drake is really good at that like drake has like hard hitting rap times but then he incorporates melodies every once in a while to just kind of ease the tension in the room so like if he were to do that i think this song can be elevated but i I don't think it's bad i mean I, i would give it about three 3.5. 3.5. Like, this sounds like a soundtrack song, right? <laughs> like, like this is the theme song for, like, the next Jason Statham movie. And, like, Jason Statham, like, in, in a music video, Jason Statham would be like this while he's rapping, like, nah, 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 nah. and Jason Statham just kind of like this, just, like, showing off. That's kind of what this song gives me, those type of vibes, like a soundtrack theme song for, like, a kick-ass action movie star. But keep doing mm-hmm. your thing. I'm, 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 uh, I respect, I respect your uh, skill set. Yeah, one thousand. And um, yeah, man, we appreciate you, and we appreciate everybody for really submitting their music to us on this on this episode, man. It's been fun. Um, if you want a music review from the Wise Guys, go to www.illadvisedwiseguys.com forward slash contact and get in contact with your guys. And with that being said, hey, man, I think we've reached the end of the show. Sayonara. Adios. You're on mute and nobody can hear you. Until next time. Peace out. As as always, if you're giving advice, make sure that mother sucker is ill.